All right, welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Babyface Podcast. Now, if you guys want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram at StanleyPierre0511. And if you guys want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at Stanley051192. And if you guys want to listen to any previous episodes of the Babyface Podcast, uh, you know, reviews on AEW Dynamite, Monday Night Raw, and SmackDown, uh, you can go to my Anchor website, and you can also go to Spotify, uh, Breaker, uh, Google Podcasts, and, uh, you know, those are other uh, streaming platforms where you can listen to past episodes of the show and uh, also uh, current, you know, episodes of the, of the show that I do every week. And, uh, you know, you can you guys can go and listen to those shows and, uh, you know, let me know what you think and uh, just, uh, you know, leave me some feedback. And also, if you guys want to support the show and donate money, uh, it's optional, never mandatory on my Anchor website where you can listen to this podcast. Uh, You can actually click on the support button and you can uh, donate to the show and, you know, um, you donate however much money you want. And it's simply there for you guys if you want to donate or not. And so, yeah, um, yeah, donate to uh, the show if you uh, decide to donate. you know, do that. So basically, I restructured the show uh, a couple days ago. I sort of wanted to give myself uh, an easier, lighter schedule to work with. And so basically, uh, what I'm going to be doing now is uh, I'm basically going to uh, go over uh, news and rumors regarding uh, WWE, uh, NXT, AEW. Uh, and other wrestling promotions uh, if it's a a big story that's making the rounds. And so um, you guys can expect these type of episodes uh, every Saturday. So uh, every Saturday uh, I'll be on here. Uh, I'll usually uh, drop an episode uh, in the afternoon. And so, you know, you guys can uh, come on uh, here and, you know, listen to the show and, and just, um, you know, uh, listen to me, just break down, uh, the news and rumors and, 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 and just everything going on, uh, behind the scenes in, uh, the world of wrestling. And so every Saturday, uh, I'll be doing, um, uh, you know, uh, new episodes. And, uh, also on Thursday, I will also be doing a, uh, throwback Thursday pay-per-view review. So basically, um, you know, I have the WWE network and I also have, uh, impact plus. And so, um, you know, uh, I will be basically, uh, picking a random wrestling show from yesteryear, whether it's WWE or TNA, and I'll be watching it. I'll take notes and uh, I will just give you guys a retro review uh, on this podcast. And so you guys can also uh, expect that uh, every Thursday. And so it'll most likely be uh, in the evening. And so, yeah, uh, every Saturday and Thursday, you guys uh, will be uh, hearing new episodes of the Babyface podcast where, you know, I I talk about news and rumors and I also talk about, uh, you know, uh, classic uh, pay-per-view reviews. And, you know, I pretty much break down the shows and uh, I uh, critique it and, you know, I'll let you guys know if it's uh, good or bad and if it's a show that I uh, recommend you guys uh, go out and uh, watch. 
so uh some news and rumors uh today so uh i want to talk about this one story here uh it's been making uh the headlines uh for a while now this week uh she certainly got a lot of people talking for a lot of interesting ways uh so Kyrie sane is already making plans to retire from the wwe now this news came as a shock to me and i'm sure it came as a shock to a lot of other people uh that are uh fans of Kyrie sane now Kyrie sane uh she hasn't been on wwe television since uh her match with nia Jax on monday night raw where nia was being negligent and being too rough and just rammed Kyrie's head right into the steel steps and apparently um at the tapings Kyrie sane was busted open and so when we saw the match on television uh wwe uh edited out the blood and they sort of wanted you to think that you know nothing happened even though uh all these reports came out that uh something happened so uh, i got this report here from ringside news so they write uh and i quote Kyrie sane is not wrestling for WWE right now. She's been out of action since Nia Jax pushed her into the steel ring steps and busted her head open. There were apparently already plans for Sane to retire. We previously reported that Kyrie Sane was making plans to return to Japan with her husband. Those plans for Sane's exit were initially supposed to include picking up a oh picking a SummerSlam opponent for Asuka but Nia Jax ruined that. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter uh, reports that Sane was already planning on retirement. The 31-year-old WWE superstar was reportedly going to wrestle for a year in Japan following her WWE contract expiration uh, before hanging up her boots for good. So... There had been a lot of talk that once her contract with WWE was up, that she would wrestle one more year in Japan and then retire. It was noted that there has been no talk of her retirement as of late. We also never know if Kyrie Sane's mind is made up about the subject. We'll have to see what's in Kyrie Sane's future, but she likely won't be back on WWE television for a while. Now, this is a, a very uh, surprising situation that's going on. You know, um, I thought that, you know, with, with Kyrie Sane, I feel like, you know, it, it was sort of noticeable in the ring that Kyrie Sane sort of just tuned out and just did not like wrestling for WWE because you gotta understand something. Uh Vince McMahon, uh Bruce Pritchard and and that that whole creative team, they suck the fun out of being in the ring and performing on live television because their creative booking is so illogically bad that it just depresses a lot of the talent, especially the ones that are 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 mistreated or don't even get used on television and with Kyrie Sane 
you know, like, like I said before, like it, it was obvious that, you know, she just damn near did not want to be there. And so, you know, this explains a lot. This explains why Kyrie Sane hasn't been on television in a while. And, you know, uh, with her uh, going back to Japan and just having all these thoughts about retirement, you know, I think that Kyrie Sane probably got to a point where she felt like once she got to WWE and once she felt like she accomplished uh, uh, whatever she felt like she wanted to accomplish in NXT and, and, and the main roster, like that was it. Like, you know, there was nothing else that she felt like she just had to do. And so, you know, it could be that, and, or, you know, it could be, like I said before, uh, she just like mentally just checked out and just got tired of WWE. And so all in all, this is a, a, a very just good move for Kyrie Sane. You know, um, she's going back to Japan and she's going to wrestle there for a year. Uh, I think she'll be side by side with her husband. Um, I can't remember his name, but I know he's, uh, he's another Japanese wrestler. And so, yeah, um, all the best in the world, uh, to, um, Kyrie Sane, you know, um, it's sad that she's, uh, most likely, uh, going to go out this way, uh, the way things are looking right now. And, you know, I think that if, when Kyrie Sane returns to Japan, she'll be good. You know, I don't think the Japanese fans are going to look at Kyrie Sane as a loser. You know, I think that due to the fact that Japanese wrestling fans take the, the, the sport of professional wrestling so seriously and based off Kyrie Sane's history in Japan before going to WWE, like, you know, they'll look at her and they'll think of her as bulletproof. They'll still have all the respect in the world for her. And, you know, um, who's to say that, you know, after Kyrie retires and, you know, uh, after she, you know, finishes that year in Japan, maybe WWE hires her back and brings her in as an ambassador for uh, Japan because, you know, um, WWE, they want to expand in so many different countries. They want to have all these different uh, forms of NXT. You know, they already have a regular NXT, uh, NXT UK. Uh, I think uh, there were some plans to bring in NXT Japan. And so, yeah, um, you know, um, I, I think it would be best for Kyrie Sane to come back to WWE in that sort of a manner. And, you know... I think that Kyrie Sane, she she was so underrated on the main roster. Like WWE could have did so many things with her, but they just held her back. You know, they put her in a tag team with Asuka based off the fact that, you know, they were both Japanese. And like, I don't know, it just never really like got them over. You know, they were tag team champions, but they were still just I don't know. They were just still there and they did not elevate the titles for a while. And so I don't know. Um, it's sad, you know, uh, another NXT product uh, gets just destroyed 
and just held back on the main roster. And this is why, like, I'm so afraid for Adam Cole in the Undisputed Era when they get to the main roster because, you know, uh, when Vince, uh, you know, looks over NXT talent when they get called up, like, he just never does a good job in pushing and promoting them. And that, that creative team on the main roster, they just undervalue them and they just underutilize them and you wonder why they get so frustrated and some people want to leave and in this situation with Kyrie Sane you know like she's on her way out and you know I don't know if uh with with Kyrie Sane I don't know if maybe she suffered uh some sort of injury um before the Nia Jax match that made her think about retirement but uh, either way, it, it's a sad situation. Um, I wish Kyrie Sane uh, the best of luck in her retirement. And yeah, like, you know, um, it sucks. And so um, hopefully she'll be on to bigger and better things uh, going forward in her life. So let's see here. Um, I want to get into this story here um let me try to find it so vince mcmahon reportedly soured on shayna baszler now i i mean like like vince mcmahon like this guy is so out of touch like i don't know like he just does not see good like he does not recognize good talent when he sees it triple h does but unfortunately um vince mcmahon like he just does not and like i just hate it when nxt prospects get called up to the main roster because once vince gets a hold of them he just just ruins them and just takes away their their just momentum and their push you know so why vince mcmahon soured on Shayna baszler's push in wwe so Shayna Baszler, uh, and again, this is from Ringside News. Shayna Baszler came from NXT with a lot of potential. She was quickly pushed down the card until she vanished. Ringside News exclusively reported that there are creative pitches for Shayna Baszler, but Vince McMahon isn't approving any of them. Uh, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter provided a bit more information about why McMahon feels the way he does. It is reported that McMahon doesn't understand uh, he doesn't understand uh, Baszler's MMA fighter character. She also doesn't check his buttons when it comes to women in wrestling. The fact that Baszler was a Paul Heyman project likely isn't helping her situation. And so Vince also soured on Baszler completely because he never conceptually grasped the style that an MMA fighter should use in pro wrestling. And she doesn't check his buttons when it comes to women in wrestling. So he made the call to remove her push and take her off TV. So there are reasons caused there are reasons that caused Vince to sour on pushing the queen of spades on the main roster. We previously reported that McMahon doesn't see Baszler as a as a typical female WWE superstar. 
Vince McMahon didn't want to wait around to see what kind of superstars Paul Heyman was trying to build. He removed Heyman from executive director of Raw and promptly shifted things to their current state. As Ringside News has exclusively reported, they continue to have issues even to this day. And that was the end of that. So... You know, like I read this report and it reminds me of when CM Punk left WWE and he went on Coca-Cola's podcast, The Art of Wrestling, and just gave his uh, side of why he left WWE. And, you know, he talked about a conversation he had with Vince where he's talking about, you know, uh, women's mixed martial arts. And, you know, apparently Vince didn't understand that. And CM Punk had to tell Vince that it's going to be the coolest, most awesome thing ever. And, you know, Vince, like, still didn't believe him. And so, like, I just got, like, like flashbacks of that situation when I'm reading this report. And, you know, again, this is another situation where Vince McMahon just does not know good talent when he sees it. I think that, you know... Vince, he does not watch MMA. Like, he doesn't understand, uh, you know, combat fighting and, and, and you know, uh, products like UFC and, you know, Pride when they were around. And, you know, it, it just doesn't surprise me. And, you know, this is why Shayna Baszler, um, you know, hasn't been on TV in forever. And, you know, it's sad that she's not going to get a push. You know, even even Becky Lynch uh, recently uh, stated that, you know, um, it was her idea that, you know, she lose the Raw Women's Championship to Shayna Baszler at WrestleMania uh, like three months ago because it was a good idea. And Shayna Baszler was red hot uh, coming to the main roster straight from NXT. And she had just such a, a successful run down there. And it just blows my mind why Vince doesn't want to push somebody like Shayna Baszler. And, you know, maybe it's because, you know, Shayna doesn't look a certain way. Uh, she doesn't, she's not blonde and she, does, she doesn't have a, a particular uh, look that, you know, Vince uh, appeases to. And it sucks, you know. Shayna Baszler deserves to be on WWE television right now. And I'll go as far as to say that she should be the Raw Women's Champion. Like, she should have beat Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. And for whatever reason, Vince uh, didn't want to go that route. And he feels the way he feels about uh, Shayna Baszler. And it's just a horrible situation for her. And I feel bad for Triple H, too, because... I feel like Triple H, you know, deep down inside, he's probably frustrated because he puts in so much work uh, and, and he puts so much stock into uh, NXT and, and, and into just, you know, um, like molding these these prospects into superstars that that you can see on the main roster and then as soon as they get to Raw and SmackDown, Vince just ruins them. And, you know, they're held back and they're misutilized and, and, and they're mistreated. And, you know, some of them, <laughs> like some of them decide to leave. 
you know, like uh, working, honestly, the way I see it, uh, working on WWE's main roster, it, it's not as, as fun as you think it is. You know, um, a lot of people go to the main roster and they think, oh, like, you know, oh, it's going to be so fun. You know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then when they get to the main roster and, and they do business with Vince and they see just how out of touch he is and he sees the type of creative decisions that he allows, like they get they get frustrated and they get angry. And, you know, some of them leave or some of them, you know, are just complacent in catering and they just sit there and not say a word and so you know just a horrible situation it, it, it sucks um you know Shayna Baszler should be on television right now and she should be Raw Women's Champion and you know who knows when she's coming back to television if I'm if I'm Shayna Baszler I'm probably just pissed off right now at the fact that you know, I put in all this work on NXT and I get to the main roster only to get treated like this, you know, like if I'm Shayna Baszler, like I have to be angry and, you know, um, I mean, I would even go as far as to say that, you know, if, if things that if things keep going on like this for Shayna Baszler, she should really think about just leaving WWE or at least asking to go back down to NXT because she'll get taken more seriously down there or if she was on the independent scene you know um but yeah it, it sucks to be Shayna Baszler these days um the woman is talented and she should be a raw women's champion and she should get tv time just like just like Bianca Belair and just like uh Ruby Riot you know girls like that who are either pushed to the side or are just losing on television on a consistent basis so it sucks and you know i i just wish and hope that vince and 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 his his team of writers can get it through their thick skulls that Shayna baszler is legit and Shayna baszler is awesome and she was one of the best women's wrestlers in the world when she was NXT Women's Champion. So, um, bad situation. I don't know. Sucks for Shayna Baszler. So, let me take another swig of my water here. Mm. All right. So, uh, I want to get into uh, this next story here. This is from uh, Wrestling Inc. So they report uh, that, as noted on Thursday night, WWE has officially acquired ownership of WWN Live's Evolve Wrestling promotion, according to PW Insider. The deal was closed after several months of negotiations. Despite the recent rumors, nothing had been finalized until recently WWE will have completed rights to the Evolve brand name and producing Evolve events moving forward whether they are regular Evolve live events or WWE network programming there is no word on if we will see Evolve events in the future but there will be a Evolve slash WWN content 
uh, there there will be Evolve slash WWE content uh, added to the WWE network in some capacity. Evolve launched in 2010 and was largely ran by Gabe Sapolsky, who also works for WWE these days. Uh, Gabe Sapolsky is actually uh, uh, one of the members in NXT Creative, and so uh, pretty good job by uh, Gabe Sapolsky. And, you know, uh, Gabe also has uh, a history of being the booker in Ring of Honor. Uh, I think he was either... uh, the booker or head of creative but i know he was in ring of honor uh back in the day when they had punk joe aj daniels all those guys so uh yeah always been a fan of gabe sapolsky i think he has a phenomenal wrestling mind so uh several wwe stars came to the promotion through evolve including united states champion apollo cruz uh, NXT North American champion Keith Lee, Matt Riddle, Oni Lorcan, Brody Lee, uh, who was formerly known as Luke Harper in WWE, and many others. Uh, the last Evolve event took place on March 1st in Melrose, Massachusetts. The brand ran 156 events over its lifetime. The main reason for the recent troubles is COVID 19. WWE was considered to be a savior for Evolve at one point during their troubles. Uh, the two sides launched a working relationship in 2015. It was noted that if Triple H and Sapolsky had informed that relationship then, then Evolve likely would have ceased to exist in 2016 due to the Flow Sports debacle. WWE aired the Evolve 10th anniversary show last year, making them the first and only non-WWE promotion to air on the WWE Network at this point. This also officially marks the end of Gabe Sapolsky's uh, working uh, of Gabe's working in indie wrestling, which goes back to the early 90s with his role in the original ECW. He would later go on to book Ring of Honor, FIP, Dragon Gate USA, and Evolve. It was also noted that at least one other party was interested in buying the Evolve promotion, but they could not do so because Evolve had an agreement with WWE that gave WWE rights to execute their purchase clip their purchase clause or provide evolve with WWE's blessing to sell elsewhere. The sides went back and forth and WWE chose to buy the company. When WWE and evolve officially signed the deal together, evolve created a new LLC and that is the company WWE has bought. They are not buying WWE WWN live, which will live on however the sale of evolve does mean that at least for now the professional relationship between sapolsky and wwn owner uh sal uh i might uh butcher his last name so i, I apologize if i do so sal hamau is ending this is said to be an amicable split WWN will continue to run events at venues and stream them online when they are allowed to do so amid the COVID-19 outbreak. There are plans to do live interactive interviews with talents 
and new brands that will go under the WWN Live banner. Sapolsky will not be involved with those promotions, but it was noted that the door remains theoretically open for WWE to work with WWN down the line. Hamao's priority uh, following the Evolve sale is said to be for WWN to immediately make good on any remaining fans who still have not received their refunds for the next WrestleMania 36 weekend shows and to make sure all of their business relationships are taken care of. It is also believed that several contracted Evolve talents will be signed to work the NXT developmental system, but there's no word yet on how many will be picked up. It's said that at least four talents will be signed, possibly more. There is no indication that the existing Evolve talent contracts are a part of the sale. Uh, And... Hold on. Uh, Trying to scroll down here. Uh, The sale is also believed to give WWE the entire Evolve and Dragon Gate USA video library and some other content may have been sold to WWE as well, including early FIP. Content will be removed from the WWN website in around a month. So... Uh, this this is obviously good news uh, for both sides because uh, w, um, Evolve uh, can stay around and you know uh, since they're now under the WWE banner I think that um, you know um, they'll get a little more shine I think that WWE may uh, put some uh, evolve shows on the network you know uh, there was the one evolve show um, on the network like a year ago and that was to combat um, AEW's fight for the fallen and so you know I think that um, NXT should definitely use some of the evolve talent um, you know I think that they can definitely have uh, more wrestlers that they can utilize on the roster. Um, and, you know, I think for the young up-and-coming prospects in Evolve, I think that now they have uh, a tad bit of an easier way to get into WWE because, you know, uh, most of them, you know, um, I think have the goals and aspirations to be in WWE and to be in NXT and to get uh, a prominent role and so you know with WWE as well um, you know it it said in the report that you know they have uh, Evolve's video library and they have uh, Dragon Gate's video library as well and so you know if any of the Dragon Gate and Evolve talent ever go to WWE and you know they go to NXT and then they get called up to the main roster WWE can easily just use um that video footage you know like I remember uh, a few years ago when um you know uh TNA their video library was bought by WWE because you know, uh, WWE, they have a lot of former TNA talent on their hands now. You know, they got AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, 
uh, Bobby Roode, all those guys. And, you know, when WWE started doing, um, you know, documentaries on those guys, they added in all that TNA footage. And that's why they bought it, just so they can have all that extra footage to use just in case when they hoard talent. Uh, they can just use that footage for any sort of, um, you know, um, um, DVD or any sort of uh, vignette. And, you know, like, it, it's just, in general, it, it's a good move for both sides. Uh, Evolve is, is definitely going to have more uh, spotlight on them because they're working side by side with WWE. And, you know, Gabe Sapolsky being in NXT creative, that's also a great idea as well. Uh, you know, Gabe Sapolsky, like I said before, his, his, his wrestling mind is, is just so uncanny and it's such a phenomenal thing. And so, uh, yeah, like uh, good move by uh, both companies, you know, um, Evolve wrestlers will now appear on NXT and, you know, uh, if they work hard enough, they'll get called up to the main roster. And even then, like, unfortunately, they're probably not going to go far on the main roster because, you know, <laughs> Vince and Bruce Pritchard. And so, uh, yeah, I, I really like this move. This, this is such a great move by both brands. And so, um, you know, it, it's sort of a, a you scratch my back, I scratch your back kind of thing. You know, WWE, they have uh, Evolve's video library and Evolve, they get some shine. Uh, by uh, having their talent go to NXT and, and, and just kill it over there. And, you know, uh, the wrestlers now, they have more of an opportunity to make it because now they can go to NXT and since NXT is on live TV, you know, uh, they can have a lot of eyes on them and, you know, they can also get promoted to the main roster as well. So, uh, yeah, great move. Uh, I, I like this, 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 uh, business move and so uh, yeah really looking forward to seeing uh, what both companies do in their partnership going forward so uh, then this next story here uh, is it's so ridiculous like I wouldn't be surprised if this guy ends up fired so uh, this is from comicbook.com so they write that the second night of NXT's Great American Bass special was taped at full sale on Wednesday night. And it looks like a wrestler accidentally spoiled the massive main event between Keith Lee and Adam Cole. Swaroff Gurjar, one half of the tag team in this year, took to Inst Instagram during the taping and posted a photo to his story that spoiled the end of the match, showing Lee celebrate as he was crowned the new NXT champion. The photo has since been deleted, but a screenshot of the image was taken and sent to Sportskedia's Gary Cassidy on Thursday morning. So after that, uh, the comicbook.com, they also wrote, unless NXT officials opt to go back and retape the ending, the result makes Lee the first man to hold both the NXT and NXT North American Championship at the same time. It also brings an end to Cole's record-long reign as champion at 396 days. And so, 
they then run down the card for uh the great american bash show next week and also fighter fest night two and so yeah that was uh like that was uh that's as far as i'll go uh with uh that report so basically um this this guy from in this year um he's an idiot you know um it was later uh reported that wwe uh is very furious at him for uh doing this and so you know uh he's got a little bit of heat on him and so um you know like like i said it's stupid because this is a uh, big monumental match and you know i'm sure wwe didn't want the plans of it getting leaked and you know this is something that they've been building up for a while and you know, it, it, it's something that, you know, they want to be, uh, it, it's something they want uh, looked at as major. And so for this guy from Indochir to, to spoil it and ruin it, 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 it's such a ridiculous thing. And so, you know, like, I, I don't think this will affect the uh, NXT versus AEW ratings war next week. I think that, you know, uh, it, it, it's still going to be a, a, a competition and whoever wins wins, you know, personally, I don't really care about the ratings war. Uh, I like both shows and I, I just watch both shows, but you know, um, this might, you know, uh, it, it might hinder NXT, you know, like it, it, it may, it may not, or it may, who knows? Like we'll have to, to wait and see when the ratings come out next week, but all in all, this is a, a just ridiculous move. I don't know why this guy thought it would be a smart idea to go on his phone and, and, and film this, you know? And, you know, and, and who knows? I think WWE, what they can do is, you know, since this got out, you know, um, WWE, they they've, uh, did this in tapings where, you know, they filmed two different endings. You know, there was a situation where, Johnny Gargano beat Velveteen Dream on NXT to win the NXT North American Championship, but it never aired on live TV. And they filmed a, a separate, uh, you know, uh, a separate ending to that match with Velveteen Dream winning. And so, you know, in this situation, who knows if, um, you know, the, the, the outcome will be what we see uh, next week with Keith Lee winning both the NXT Championship and the NXT North American Championship, or maybe uh, since uh, news broke of this, WWE will you know maybe uh, go back and sort of uh, reshoot a different finish in the match with Adam Cole keeping the title. And even then, if they do that with Adam Cole keeping the title, it'll be stupid because there's nothing else for Adam Cole to do with the. NXT championship he's held it long enough he's beaten everybody and so I don't know dumb move by this guy from in this year um I don't know why you would pull your phone out and just record and and, and film the whole situation like you got to keep stuff like that a secret you know next week is going to be a big time show with a big time main event and you know like WWE does not want that spoiled you know and so I don't know, boneheaded move. Like, it's just stupid. So, uh, yeah, 
that was uh that was that and so uh and by the way too uh i did see smackdown last night uh and you know i saw the segment with jeff hardy and sheamus and so like it was just it, it was not a good look honestly because they had jeff in the ring with you know like all these different types of of alcohols you know there's just like whiskey vodka and all that stuff Seamus is on the big screen and you know like he's just like running down Jeff and like all of his troubles and and all of his like his 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 just horrific situations and like it was just stupid you know like it, it, it it's getting to a point where it's just downright embarrassing i know jeff is probably somewhat okay with all this but you gotta have some self-respect for yourself like i don't know like it, it's just like an ugly situation and i don't know like it, it, it just like it, it it's just ridiculous that WWE is just exploiting and exploiting and exploiting. Like we all know of Jeff's problems and the feud at first with this type of storyline, it was good, but now it's to the point where it's just downright embarrassing. And I don't know, like I, I just hope they end this feud just so Jeff can like move on because Jeff's skeletons are just being exposed and, and, and just being thrown out of the closet and it's being done in the most disgusting way possible and WWE like they gotta stop this like it's getting to a point where it's just uncomfortable to watch and you know like I don't know if Jeff's in a fragile state of mind where you know he can sort of relapse at any second but I think Jeff should be kept away from alcohol and like they can't do what they did last night by him standing in the ring with all this booze just on the table. Like, it was just like, it was just wrong. So, I don't know. I just wanted to touch on that real quick. So, let me give you guys one more story before I get out of here. Because I know it's the 4th of July and, you know, you guys are probably getting ready uh, for a cookout or you're, you're about to go to a cookout and... You know, you're getting some fireworks ready and, you know, you, you want to just uh, spend the, the 4th of July. So, uh, this story here is from Sports Kita. So, it was reported a few days ago that, oh, it was reported a few days ago by Dave Meltzer that WWE had already sent out feelers about signing Tessa Blanchard. Uh, Tom Kalahu now reports on Sports Kita's Dropkick Discussions podcast that many people in WWE have been chewing Vince's ear off with regards to signing the former Impact World Champion. While the names weren't revealed, several people in WWE have been singing Tessa, Blanch Tessa Blanchard's praises for a while. Tom Kalahu revealed the following on the Dropkick Discussions podcast. He says, quote, there definitely is. I've mentioned this already. She's a big name now. And there are a number of people in WWE who have been singing Tessa's praises for a while. I don't know 
for sure whether they'd take the punt, but it wouldn't surprise me. I'm not going to name any names of who in the company has been essentially chewing Vince's ear off as to you should hire Tessa Blanchard, but he finds it very difficult to get away from it. I'll tell you that. So, as far as Tessa's history in the WWE, she worked a few NXT matches in 2016 before being one of the most standout performers in the Mae Young Classic in 2017. WWE reportedly didn't sign her back then due to some attitude problems. Tessa Blanchard, however, is familiar with the WWE system and has come a long way since her previous WWE split. Uh, her previous WWE stint. Tessa Blanchard's historic Impact Wrestling tenure ended recently on a wrong note as her relationship with the officials in the company got incredibly icy. Like, it's basically a whole he said, she said situation with Impact Wrestling. So, basically, Impact, uh, they claim that uh, Tessa held up the world title because she wanted more money and a more lucrative contract. Tessa says that she didn't resign because um, the company had a problem. Like, I think she said that um, she, like, either wanted to get married and wanted to hold off contract ne- negotiations and Impact wouldn't allow it, or uh, Impact wouldn't allow her to stay in Mexico and they wanted her to move to the United States uh, amid the COVID 19 outbreak. And so, you know, it, it's a whole he said, she said situation with uh, Tessa Blanchard. And uh, I'll uh, go over that uh, more probably uh, in an episode tomorrow for you guys. So uh, let's see. Blanchard had not appeared on Impact TV since the COVID-19 pandemic kicked off, which led to a necessary shutdown across the world. Her contract was reportedly set to run out at the end of June, but Impact hoped that she would appear at Slammiversary to drop the title. That sadly did not happen, and Impact stripped her of the title. The former Impact wrestling star is just 24 years old, and while there have been reports circulating about her bad attitude, her talent is undeniable. With WWE currently without top female stars such as Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch, could Tessa uh, Blanchard's signing be the need of the hour? Will Vince McMahon greenlight her signing? And so uh, that was that. So, uh, yeah, um, WWE, you know, I think that they are looking at Tessa Blanchard and they do want to sign her. I think everybody knows how good she is, despite the fact that she comes with a lot of baggage. Um, you know, a few months ago, she got busted on social media. Um, you know, people, um, you know, her peers actually, uh, went on Twitter and said all these mean and horrible things about her. Uh, she's a racist and she's a bully and, and just all these things. And, you know, I think that, um, that sort of, uh, hurt her reputation a little bit. Well, I mean, it, it hurt it a lot more because of the previous, uh, stuff that, you know, we heard about Tessa that, uh, was not so nice. WWE will, probably sign Tessa Blanchard despite her problems you know I think that they don't care you know it it doesn't matter if you have a criminal record or like if you did something just wild and crazy back in the day 
you know, if you have some sort of value and WWE sees it, they're going to sign you. Like, you know, these are ruthless businessmen. <laughs> and, and, like, they don't care, like, of any sort of baggage that you have. Like, they will sign you, you know? Uh, I'm trying to think of, of somebody uh, in, in WWE history that they signed that, that just came with a lot of baggage. Um, I don't know, but... I don't know. All I know is, you know, they, they have signed uh, people like that in the past. And if Tessa winds up in WWE, you know, um, I think that the critics will still uh, let their feelings be heard. They'll still blast WWE and they'll still go on social media and say things like, oh, WWE is so evil for signing Tessa. And, you know, she did this and she said that and blah, blah, blah. I see that happening, but... WWE, they'll probably, uh, you know, maybe put out a statement saying, oh, Tessa's learned from her mistakes and uh, she's gotten better and, and, and blah, blah, blah. You know, um, WWE does realize at the end of the day that Tessa is talented and, you know, she's money. And despite her flaws and despite her bad history, you know, they're still going to sign her and they still want her. And, you know, from a business standpoint, you know, I definitely would sign her, you know. If like I would sign Tessa Blanchard if she did not have all the baggage, you know, like I wouldn't sign her because of the baggage and because of her history and the things that she's uh, allegedly said and done. But uh, from a business standpoint, if she didn't have that baggage, 100 percent like this woman would be signed like, you know, she is talented and WWE will most likely take a look at her. And uh, they'll sign her and, uh, you know, they'll uh, they'll they'll run with her and, you know, they're not going to care about the criticism, you know, like if 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 they can push Charlotte Flair down our throats every single week with us complaining week in and week out about how much we despise Charlotte and how much we're tired of seeing her on TV and they're ignoring it. Like, they'll do the same exact thing with Tessa Blanchard. Like, you know, we'll sit here and we'll say, oh, it's a it's a mistake, and, and Tessa's this, and she's that. WWE's not going to care. They're still going to push her, and they're still going to have their, their shill fan base that are going to support it no matter what. Like, they're still going to uh, go on Facebook and, and comment ridiculous things like, oh, like, like Tessa, Tessa's so great, and blah, 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 and, and she's this, and she's that. And then, like, somebody like me will go into the comments and and point this out. And, you know, they'll, like, stick up for her and say, oh, like, 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 she's she's improved and she's gotten better and blah, blah, blah. And then I'll say, oh, how do you know that for a fact? Do you know her in person? Like, how do you know she's not going to spaz again? You know, and and they're not going to say anything like they just they just won't respond. And that's when, you know, you fucking stumped them. So, yeah. Um, WWE, they'll, they'll probably sign Tessa Blanchard at some point, whether it's soon or, uh, later on down the line, you know, they'll take a look at Tessa cause they see money in Tessa and, you know, they'll stick up for Tessa no matter what. And so if people are going to say this and that about Tessa when she's in WWE, you know, maybe triple H or, uh, some, somebody in WWE, you know, they'll say, Oh, Tessa, like, like they'll vouch for Tessa and cover up for, Oh, she's this and Oh, she's that. And like, Oh, she improved and got better. And like, you know, like they'll, they'll, they'll just be the shills that they are. And so I don't have a problem with Tessa professionally. I think she's a damn good wrestler, but personally, I think 
she is evil you know like she's and and i don't want to i don't want to say anything too negative about her because she is the daughter of tully blanchard and he is from the four horsemen and four horsemen is uh one of my favorite stables in wrestling history but call like i see it you know tessa she's you know from from what people have said about her online and and the allegations you know i it, it looks like she's a bitch and so like i don't know man um but who knows going forward uh if wwe will sign tessa or not so uh yeah i don't know it remains to be seen so uh yeah that was the babyface podcast guys um so again i wanted to make this a uh, a short show and and by the way if you guys hear uh noise in the background that's my fan um you know the sun's up it looks like it's gonna be a hot day and so i got the fan on so uh yeah like i said um thank you guys for tuning into the babyface podcast uh i wanted to restructure uh, the show. And so basically, you know, uh, I wanted to, uh, just, just do the show this way because it's, it's an easier, lighter schedule for me. And I get way less annoyed watching Ron Smackdown every week. And so, uh, yeah, you know, um, I'll still watch, um, you know, the product and I'll still watch NXT and AEW and, you know, I'll probably, uh, send out, uh, live tweets during the show. So that way you guys, uh, you know, maybe you can live tweet with me, uh, give me some feedback and, you know, we can, uh, talk about, you know, the product and, 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 uh, what we're watching. So, uh, yeah. Um, uh, thank you for tuning into the show. Uh, if you guys want to follow me on social media again, uh, on Twitter, you can follow me at Stanley zero five one one nine two. Uh, and you can also follow me on Instagram at Stanley Pierre zero five one one. And, uh, yeah. Um, and you know, if you guys want to, uh, donate to the show on my anchor website, where you can listen to this podcast, uh, there's a support button where you can donate and, uh, send money to the show. Uh, doesn't matter how much it is. Uh, every little bit helps and it's optional and it's never mandatory. So, yeah, so, uh, I will be back, uh, probably tomorrow. Uh, I'll come back with, uh, some more news and rumors for you guys. Uh, I got some, uh, some stories that I was looking at earlier that I will save for tomorrow. And, uh, I will most likely be back here, uh, at the same time tomorrow. Uh, what is it? It's, uh, it's almost noon right now. So yeah, I'll probably come back, uh, tomorrow, uh, maybe at noon or later in the afternoon. And, uh, I'll give you guys a whole new episode of, uh, the Babyface podcast. And so, uh, yeah, be on the lookout for tomorrow's show. And uh, if you guys also want to listen to past episodes of the Babyface Podcast, uh, you can go on anchor.fm slash the Babyface Podcast. Uh, you can also go on Spotify, uh, Breaker, Google Podcast, and uh, other streaming podcast platforms. And uh, yeah, you can just listen to the show from there. And so, uh uh, enjoy your 4th of July, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you know, it's a very nice day, so stay safe. Uh, I know, uh, you know, there's going to be some fireworks going off tonight. And if you guys are, uh, letting off any fireworks, just be careful, be safe. Don't blow a finger off or a body part off or anything. And, uh, just be careful out there and, uh, you know, uh, party smart on this 4th of July. 
And so, uh, yeah, um, that's pretty much that. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in, and uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow uh, afternoon for another episode of the Babyface Podcast. So uh, I'll see you guys then. So peace.